Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth. You're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is the first day of June and we are delighted that you are joining us. If you have a financial question, if you've got something going on in your life that has some repercussions in your financial life, we'd love to hear from you. It's almost like every single thing you do in your life might have some sort of ripple effect in your financial life. And if that's you, go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, let us know if you would be willing to come on the air live. You know what? And on that website, there's all sorts of great stuff. You got to check it out. All of our content lives there because we have a great content king. His name is Mark Talercio. So that's fabulous. All right. Today, we are joined by Andrew, who's on the line from Alaska. Hi, Andrew. What's going on? Hi. Good morning, Joe and Mark. How are you today? Great. What's happening? How can we help you out? Well, so my family and I are doing a large transition from active duty to retiring out of uh, government service. Mm. I had a 21 plus year career. Um, and fortunately, my kids are now empty nesters, or I'm an empty nester. My kids are out of the house, so I can kind of do as I please while I'm um, also as well as supporting them. That's awesome. Congratulations. I mean, that's a pretty good place to be, right? Yeah, I mean, people like you started so early. I'm like, well, yeah. Now that I'm, and I'm, I'm 44. My wife's 46, and we're empty nesters. So it's like, yeah. Oh we, uh, my god, Mark is 44, and is he? Are you 44 yet, Mark? Soon to be 45, and I just got started. Andrew, what is the? What are you going to tell Mark? Like he, he's in, he's in it. You know, a four year old, isn't that? Is Theo four or five now? Yeah, he's going to be four. But you got to experience like life before the four year old is born and stuff. Oh, that's but, true. That is true. You're right. That's right. Well, I mean, it's, it's just, it's like you have a whole different mindset. I feel like when you're, you know, if you're 20, is it 20 years ago, you're in your twenties. It's like, you've got tons and tons of energy, but maybe did you stress about things more at that point? Maybe that's the other part of it. I was fortunate being in the military. And so my, my young, my oldest was born when we were stationed in Germany and being over there, we were able to just kind of drive to all the countries. And my daughter went everywhere with us, of course, you know, um, we went to the top of the Eiffel Tower when she was six months old. And oh my God. In Italy. So she actually had dual citizenship until she was 18 because she was born on the economy there. Um, however, she doesn't remember any of it. Oh, that's so funny. That's hysterical. So she has really had no recollection of it? None at all. And she actually was uh, staying at the German daycare provider at the time. And she was uh, bilingual, but she can't speak a lick of German today. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, I think that no matter what, I mean, you are where you are. So let's talk a little bit about what's going to happen after 21 years. So you said uh, you're 44 and 46 years old. What's going to happen next? So we have a pension, right? 
Correct. So my pension after, because so I have Tricare for medical, and it's not free, but it's extremely cheap. So um, after the allotment for Tricare is taken out, as well as the survivor benefit program mm -hmm. for if I pass for my wife, you know, she gets fifty five percent of my pension. Um, the total is seventy six hundred dollars a month after okay. taxes and whatnot. Will you work again or are you just never going to work? Are we financing? We just talked to somebody who said, I need to finance a 50-year retirement. Is that what we're doing with you? We're taking a one-year sabbatical. And oh. I'm literally, like yesterday, the military picked up all my household goods. And one of the benefits of retiring from the military is they will store your all your stuff for a year for free on their dime. Oh, my God. That's amazing. All my stuff is going to be here stored in Fairbanks, Alaska, and we have a camper, and my wife and I are going to travel the lower 48, and we're going to do a half marathon in every state. Wait a second. <laughs> oh, my God. Every Saturday. Wait a second. A half marathon? Is is that excessive? Could you just not choose a 10K? Actually, I think a full marathon is excessive. A half is, and we, we have stickers on our cars that says we're only half crazy because we do half marathons. Okay, wait a second. So how many are you planning to do? All of them, all 50 states. So we've already knocked out some. We've done Hawaii and Alaska, of course. Um, my daughter is actually going to school in Hawaii right now. And so I was, you know, visit her and do a half marathon. So wait a second. I just want to make sure. So you take a sabbatical and you're, you'll have that pension, right? Correct. Okay. So where are you, like, how are you getting around? What are you doing? Like, are you, what's the vehicle? Like, are you, are you like RVing? What are you doing? No, it's a tow behind. So I have a, you know, I have a Dodge pickup truck and I have a, a tow behind camper. So when you get to the campsites, you can, you know, unhook your, your rig and then just drive around wherever you're at. Oh um, in order to kind of help save on, on money, you know, there's a KOA campgrounds and whatnot. And those can range anywhere from 30 to a hundred dollars a night. Uh -huh. But there's a, uh, a site out there called Harvest Hosts where it's like $100 a year to be a member to. And that gives you the availability to camp at their locations for free. Only for one night, but these places are like breweries, distilleries, farms, golf courses, um, just basically people have land and they're wanting to open up their sites to you for no expense. Okay. this You've already done a, a, a ton of planning. So I feel like I'm about to get the easiest question ever, Mark. So are you ready for this? All right. So you do this for a year. You are going to, the $7,600 a month is going to be sweet, right? Like you're, that's going to be fine for you in terms of managing this year. Is that correct? Yes, I, I would think so. I would think so too. What happens a year from now? Sabbatical's over. Now tell us, what are you going to do? So I actually, 11 years ago, we purchased a house in Flagstaff, Arizona, which is where like my wife's from Tucson. I'm from Phoenix. We both went to school in NAU up in Flagstaff. And the house, we bought a 15-year fixed. Now, so that was uh, 11 years ago. So I only have four years left on the mortgage. And it has been rented out without any kind of a break for the last 11 years. So I have four years left on the mortgage uh, with a $100,000 uh, balance left on that. Uh, originally bought it for three hundred and thirty-six. It's now valued at seven fifteen. dollars So you're going to move into the $715,000 house? That's the intent. And wait, so what are you going to do about the renters? Are you going to throw them out? Yep, they got to go. Time to go. Okay, fine. I mean, at that point, I know that it's hard to project because you really don't know what you're going to do, but what do you imagine you would do in terms of work and, you know, how are you going to live in Flagstaff? What's your guess? So I'm a nurse. I'm a registered nurse and I can work PRN. PRN jobs are so easy to pick up. So I would probably work two or three days a week, but, you know, you're making 50 bucks an hour. So that's just money to go towards your next vacation. Hold on a second. $50 an hour is all you make? That doesn't seem like that much for a nurse. I'm uh, making 53 up here right now. 
It seems like you should be getting paid more. Okay. I'm going to stop right now. All right. So when you work two or three days a week, what's your hope earnings wise between the two of you? Is she working also? Is she also a nurse? No, she's a teacher. And one of her um, considerations is, are you familiar with Department of Defense teachers, dogs teachers? No. What's that? Tell me more. So for military installations outside the United States, i.e., you know, Europe or Australia, England, whatnot, um, the installations have schools on their boat bases for the kids. And so if you're a Dodds teacher, you teach, say, in Schweinfurt, Germany, on the Dodds installation. So it's very similar to being like on active duty where they will they'll move you there. That's on the government's dime. They'll move you there and they'll pay you and we would live on base. So she's considering doing that and we want to do, go to like Australia for maybe three to five years. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's kind of cool. All right. I know that there's going to be no problem. Can you tell me about the money you guys have saved? Sure. So we have um, in savings 50K. We have an emergency fund of 50K. Um, in my TSP, I have 300,000, 200 of that in Roth, 100 in traditional. My wife has in her 401K, 200, 150 in traditional, 50 in Roth. Um, for the kids' um, school, like my daughter's using my post-9-11 GI Bill. Yeah. Um, she's actually graduating next year, and she and we paid her first two years out of pocket. She went to a community college, mm-hmm. um, and then the GI Bill started her sophomore year, so she'll be able to finish up grad school um, all on the GI Bill's dime. Nice. My son is living in Texas, and we have two 529s that I'm basically giving both to him so he can go to trade school. He's not sure if he wants to do welding or mechanics, but... One of those. So their schools are ultimately are paid for. That's amazing. Um, a big question I have for you, though. So in, in the home I'm currently residing in, mm-hmm. uh, we're closing on the 22nd of June, and we're looking about getting a check for about 100 k and mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with it. You've got a bunch of money in savings. You've got your 401k and your TSP. Do you have a brokerage account, just a plain old, like, I'm investing for us account? We we do, and it's it's very minimal. I think I have like thirty thousand in mine, and my wife has like ten or fifteen in hers. Okay, I mean, what I would do is I would take a, and, and oh, one last question: Do you think that you would have to make any improvements to the rental when you get like in a year from now? Is it like, well, I'm going to need fifty grand to fix up all the crap that happened, or do you think not? Well, there are some home improvements that are just personal that we want to put in like granite countertops in there. My wife wants a jacuzzi in the backyard, some stuff like that, but nothing substantial. What do you think is the actual amount? What your guess? Your 30. Guess? 30. Okay. So in the brokerage account, just do me a favor. If you want, just keep 30 grand out for, let's throw it into like a one-year CD. Okay. It's it's easy to do, right? And then the rest, the 70 grand add to your uh, brokerage account. And then use just a very simple index fund approach. Is that how you're, I mean, are you managing the money in your thrift savings plan? Is she managing her 401k? Are you selecting funds in there? Correct. Well, I don't, I don't do like the, the um, what is it called, like the 2020 fund. I just have it. My uh, majority is in the S&P 500 and some in um, international, some in small cap. Okay. So, I mean, in the brokerage, I would do something similar, which is you choose, where's the brokerage account held? Fidelity. Okay. So you go to Fidelity and you have an S&P 500, an international stock, if you want a little small stock, and then maybe just a tiny bit of a, like a little piece in bonds, not a huge, maybe 20%. It sounds like you're pretty comfortable with risk. And I would just get that working for you so that you have that money available. And then when you're working those two to three days a week, 
or she's working, you know, if she's a teacher and she's working, you know, what I would think about doing is, you know, just beefing up that brokerage account, you know, if you have extra money. It seems to me, though, if you're both working, what would you guess will be your combined income between the two of you a year from now? Um, probably about 150 combined. I mean, you're going to have, you're going to save money. And the thing is that, you know, you'll always have that pension. She'll have, I know, a reduction, but still, you know, you're going to be able to save a bunch of money. So I think that some sort of combination of putting money into Roth, if you have it and you have, you know, if that's available to you guys, and also that brokerage account, build up that brokerage account. That's a beautiful thing to have. And you'll see where life takes you. I mean, it's so hard to say because I know you're going on the sabbatical and you're living, you have been living a military life, but what do you estimate your real expenses to be on a monthly basis once you get settled back in Flagstaff? Yeah, that's, that's so hard. I, I mean, it's so hard for us to tell because we, we have never lived like that. <laughs> I know. I know. That's what I'm trying to see. So, I mean, I presume that you're probably the type of people who can live on your $7,600 a month. I really, I'm sure that you could, but you're going to have way more than that. So my guess is that as you start working and bringing more income to the fam to the household, that you're, you're basically thinking of two different ways to approach this. One is, hey, we want to make sure we're tax efficient. We're being smart about this. Even with, you know, if you're making a couple hundred thousand dollars, you know, you're in, a, you're in a real tax bracket, but you're not going over the 24% tax bracket. So don't be afraid to use the Roth. Let that work for you because you're going to have income in the future. You just are. And then from there, I think that you would use a combination of the Roth and the brokerage account and you will continue to accumulate money. That's the thing that's amazing. It's weird to me that you are in a situation where you're going to make a lot more money, I think, because the combination of the pension and both of you being so employable, you're going to make a lot of money. You really are. It's going to be fantastic. So I think that you're in really good shape and I don't see there's any downside. I mean, the other thing that's kind of cool is that, you know, have you been treating the rent, the, the property as rental property in terms of depreciating it and, and using that as real rental income? Yes. Okay. So the, the other cool thing is that now that you move into it, now all of that money that you would have owed in taxes, if you had to sell it, you're going to live in that thing. That's your primary residence. And now all of that tax benefit that you enjoyed as a, as a, a landlord is basically going to go away because you're living in it. I love this plan. Do you guys have your estate documents? Yep, estate documents are in shape. Um, my wife does have a term life insurance policy for 250 k that expires in 2033. I don't have one. I don't feel I need it because I have that, um, like the survivor benefit program for yeah. her. Yeah, I, I think you're, I mean, I don't see any problem here. I am just in awe of you guys. I really am. I think this is a great story. Go forth and prosper. You're amazing. Good luck. Send us a postcard from your um, your your various adventures and uh, let us know if there's anything else. And we wish you the best. It's, it's, a, it's a great story. So congratulations. Thank you guys so much. If, if you're looking for a big transition, you don't have to run 
13.1 miles, 50 different times. You can just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and do let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. Mark will do everything else. While you're on the website, sign up for the free weekly newsletter and you can also buy the book, The Great Money Reset. Thank you so much for listening. Try to put your hands metaphorically on someone's back, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 